Grand Risings, my love bugs. It's 11, 11 a.m. And today is Friday the 13th. It's October. If you guys know me, I love everything spooky. So the fact that it is a Friday the 13th in spooky season is like lit. <laughs> um, I hope you guys have a great day. On today's episode, we're going to be doing a conspiracy theories episode. And the topic is going to be goblins. So just a little bit from, I guess, stories growing up, it's more Norwegian or European stories. The ones that I grew up with was like Norse folklore involving goblins. They're mischievous, they're malevolent, um, they're dangerous, they like are violent, they'll haunt your house. Um, There's goblins and then hobgoblins. I don't really know if I remember the difference from growing up with the stories, but I know hobgoblins tend to like travel in packs of five or more and you can't get rid of them. You guys may hear me threatening people on my past episodes with sending them hobgoblins. Now, mind you, I probably was actually sending them, but I don't actually know how it works. I just know that I work with Fae Folk. So, um, yeah, we're going to find out how that actually works today um and i'm excited so you guys get your theories about goblins together any folklore any stories that you heard about them growing up whatever you want to say um just kind of get that together we're gonna go over you guys's um the typical episode go over you guys's theories the internet and what the internet says um i asked my ancestors like Norse Viking ancestors about them because that's kind of the folklore I grew up on involving them. Um, and then we're going to get down to the bottom of like what they actually are. Um, if this episode ends up being really long, we're going to do a two part, but hopefully we can get through it all in one sitting. So yeah, when it comes to goblins, my theory is that some or most dark fate are actually demons. Um, and they're just like a specific category of demons. Like, you know, gin spirits are a specific category of demons. Lalithu or succubuses, incubuses, that's a certain category, right? Um, so what my theory is, is that it is actually a demon. Um, and that's why they only do bad. Um, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> that's all I really have for my theory. So I'm going to pause it here and then let you guys kind of gather your theories. And then we're going to jump into what you guys think and exploring all the different possibilities before we get into what really is going on with goblins or hobgoblins. So, yeah. Okay, jumping into you guys' theories, I see that you guys feel like when they come around or when dealing with the stories that you know about goblins, they're not of the light at all. They're not here to bring anything good. They're here to bring heartbreak and detriment um, that only a fool would actually, um, I don't know, try to summon one or, I don't know, go against one that they are known as thieves they will take your fortunes um take you off your path your destiny i see that somebody's theories is that listens to me is that um 
they're mostly like the masculine energy like maybe you don't know about female goblins actually i do know about female goblins and i know they have babies so i know this is somebody's theory but i can prove that wrong right now so goblins are more so like the men or hobgoblins are like the men version it's really weird but the females are called goblets like smurfettes like goblets and then it's funny because <laughs> their babies are called sausages <laughs> i don't know why but yeah if you look it up the baby goblins are called sausages so they can have families or um female and male counterpart and babies so masculines are goblins or hobgoblin females are goblets and and their babies are sausages <laughs> um yeah but yeah they're not here to bring any love or anything like that somebody's theory is that like um that they were some demons that were casted down from hell or maybe they're like fallen angels or just that they have a demonic undertone kind of like my theory um someone else's theory is that they can grant wishes but it's like at a costly price or maybe if they do grant wishes it's only for um witches but it's more so like you never know what you're gonna get it's um it's a risky situation like if a witch, like, I guess somebody's theory is like, if a witch summoned one to try to, um, or captured one or whatever to try to, like, get them to give them some wishes, I see somebody may think that they may be able to grant, like, up to seven. It's like, one may be good, another may be good, but, like, majority of them could be a disaster or violent or aggressive or something like that. I see that, um, someone's theory is that they make you go mentally insane or crazy um i agree definitely i definitely agree with that i've seen on like tiktoks and stuff people filming like their house has been haunted and it's legit haunted and you know most people are like oh it's a ghost it's an angry ghost or did somebody die there before but me watching certain videos i can tell if it's like a demon a ghost of a passed on person or like a hobgoblin because of like the things that they're experiencing in their home and I've seen hobgoblin hauntings on TikTok and people don't know what the fuck is going on um and yeah it, it's enough to drive you insane and crazy so um for sure I agree with that um someone's theory is that they um mess with you so that you can't sleep so it's like one of the reasons you're going insane is because of lack of sleep. Um, people may pass away or die around you. And somebody's theory is like in order for you to get the good things that you're manifesting. Like say um, this may piggyback off the witch theory. Like if a witch captures it or summons it or whatever and asks it to do a bid for them. It's like if you're asking them to grant you with fortunes or fame or whatever um some type of glamour that you're gonna have to sacrifice something in order to get that so somebody around you may die or something like that yeah that mainly dark practitioners or dark um high priestess or magicians are associated with them 
That is true, because when I do my dark magic, that's something that I channel and work with. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I see a lot of people's theories that, that, like, they'll steal your stuff. Stuff will start missing around your house um, that you can see them. Like, maybe somebody's saying, like, I actually seen one or something like that. I would be terrified if I heard you. Um, that there's two sides to them or you know what I'm thinking this is because I do know about um brownies I don't think we covered brownies yet I talked about it in way like past episodes I don't even know which ones to direct you to but um brownies are typically like um like good fey folk spirits that um protect the home but what I do know from the folklore growing up is that if you have a brownie that protects your home, it's kind of like they um, help you keep things neat and tidy. And, you know, they make sure no bad energies get into your home. But let's say you piss this brownie off, then um, it can turn into a goblin and haunt your home. And it's like it won't leave until it wants to leave. And it's like after it destroys everything. So people that have brownie protection over their home is more so like um one of those things where it's like you want to stay in the good graces if you're brownie yeah yeah i see a lot of people are like i seen one or maybe you've seen one online somebody captured it on you know their camera their ring camera or something like that or their phone and you've seen one physically or online um, somebody else's theory is like, you really can't catch one though. You might see it, but you can't catch it. Um, maybe somebody else's theory is like, if you're haunted by one or something like that, that it'll, um, it'll like, you'll wake up with like cuts, bites, scratches, bruises, like you've been physically fighting, like something's beating your ass into your dream time but you don't know what you're fighting. Yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna lie. That's very true from the stories that I grew up um, on with these goblins, that they're just here to imbalance everything around you. Um, that they move really fast. If they're sent, like, I guess if they're sent out, they are moving really fast or something like that. But they don't just work with any practitioner. It's like their choice. So I see somebody saying, like, I don't know if it's saying, like, maybe you have to work with them in a past life or um, they have to want to work with you. I guess it's somebody's theory, like, if somebody, if a dark pr practitioner tried to work with them today, two of them side by side one practitioner and another one it's like they might not work with either one or they might work with one out of one or they might work with both it's literally just up to the go um, goblin or the hobgoblin but if they're summoned it's like um if they don't want to work with you they're probably gonna fuck you up so it's like that risk type thing yeah um somebody's theory is like everything that they steal from your home they bring back to wherever they're from and it's like treasures for them you know like trinkets your necklace your earrings are missing your ring your money your phone like different things like that is like trinkets for them 
Yeah, I see somebody's confirming, like, you believe that there's female goblins as well, goblets, um, and that maybe they answer to a king goblin or, like, a leader, like, they have someone to answer to, I guess, is what somebody's saying, or, like, you could also be saying, if not, they have somebody to answer to, like, the men are, um, it's like a, what's that word? patriarch like a patriarch society or like type of system like the men call the shots they run the things the goblins type thing the masculine energy i guess that's somebody's theory so that's all i have for um the people that listen to me what you guys think the internet theories are that um they'll rob you blind they have lots of dark gifts um, that they don't work with baby witches, like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense, like, if you're just now starting, and you're a baby witch, so you're just being introduced to spells, and how they work, and all that kind of stuff, they're not gonna work with you, if this is your first lifetime doing magic, like, it's more so like a seasoned dark practitioner, or something like that, and even if they do work with you, um, it's not like a friendly thing, it's like, Maybe they owed you or something like that, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, the internet theory is that goblins travel alone. Hobgoblins travel in packs. And they don't leave each other's sight. Oh, somebody's internet theory is that they're very ugly. Um... They can look very scary and that they watch, they actually like watch humans. They stalk us in a way. Um, some internet theories is that they won't work with you or for you at all. And they're a part of the underworld maybe. That they basically could have, yeah. Similar theory to somebody um, out of my listeners, like that they did not make it in heaven and they were like the casted the ones that were casted down like as demons yeah but wow a lot of theories are coming up like they actually stalk humans and watch them and they go after the ones that they feel like is spiritual wealthy or like physically wealthy or both um yeah so like thieves robbers things like that um that they can tamper with your car that they have a lot of magical abilities, that they travel in packs. Um, you cannot like get an exorcism or a cleansing of the home or um, you can't get rid of them. They're literally gonna drive you crazy until you run off and then they'll follow you. Yeah. And that the only ones that travel in packs are the masculine energies. Like it's not gonna be like a pack of <laughs> I don't know, it's so funny, a pack of sausages. <laughs> but yeah, it's not going to be like a pack of baby goblins or um, a pack of the female goblets. It's only the men that travel in packs. And um, it ends in death for whoever um, encounters them. Like I said, there's no fighting it off. You can't get a baptism for this. You can't get a shamanic cleanse for this. It's not going to work. Those type of things might work with a, you know, a demon, maybe. It depends on the strength of the demon, but not with these things. Um, yeah, that like, 
They literally hang around you, hang around the home, you know, swing from the chandelier, knock shit over. Um, yeah, that a lot of the things that they steal is for the riches. So if they do steal your money or things start to end up missing like that, they bring it back home. That you can see them in daytime or nighttime. Um, the internet warns of not trying to offer them something or not trying to work with them because when they're done with you it's like they're probably going to turn on you type thing the internet theory is that the goblets and the sausages (laughs) they stay home and it's like the hobgoblins the goblins go out and gather things for them and bring it back like food jewelry clothes whatever it's like the women and children stay home and the men go out and terrorize and then come back and bring them things from humans that is like worth something in Fey world yeah that they're like about that life you can hear them you can see them you can feel them um if you do talk to one it's like they're lying you know it gives me the that demonic theory like you know most demons lie most of them it depends on the connection you have with them but yeah they can lie it's like trickster magic basically is what i'm picking up somebody is explaining um somebody's internet theory is that it always blows up in the person's face um for trying to do some dealings with them yeah it's like I don't know, somebody's like, they're very creepy. Um, They come out at night or daytime. Some people might have pictures of them or caught them on video or camera or something like that. Um, The internet theory is that they don't really answer to anyone. So maybe it's just like the men are the patriarchy. And, you know, the women and children don't really have a say so, but the men are who they answer to. And maybe it's not one head goblin or anything like that. The internet theories are that um, the women are more attractive. I don't know why that just made me feel creepy. Like, ew, (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, they'll reveal themselves to you though, I see. Um, Yeah, I feel like another internet theory is that, like, more people's houses are full of these things than you think. And it's, like, because it gives off demonic energies, people are like, oh, that's a demon. Like I said, when I see the videos and stuff, I can tell when it's a demon or I can tell when it's a hobgoblin. So it's just about knowing the difference. But, yeah, I feel like somebody's internet theory is, like, more people's houses are haunted by these things. And um, and people are just like, oh, it's a demon, and they'll bring in a priest or a pope or whatever the fuck or to bless the house, and it's like nothing happening. It's not because it's not a regular demon. It's a certain type. Like, even the djinn, I'm like, you can't get rid of fucking djinn. You know what I'm saying? Once they're there, they're there, and so they want to leave. So, yeah. A lot of people feel like the reason they're summoned is because one person out the family or out the bunch ends up doing something wrong and maybe pissing off a dark practitioner and they send it to them 
um, that if you don't have spiritual gifts or you're not tapped into spiritual gifts, because I feel like everybody has them, then it's like, um, if your gifts are off, you won't know what you're dealing with or you won't even know that's what's going on. You just might think you're going crazy. But I feel like if you have some type of spirituality going on, you'll know, okay, I know when I know my mind, I know when something's off or, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll be able to feel a presence, but I feel like people that are not really tapped into their spiritual gifts as much as they can be, they don't feel that presence. Um, I see somebody else's online theories that they don't take children. I think that was more changelings, but yeah, I don't think I remember any stories growing up about them taking children but more so like taking items and belongings and hurting you is what I remember. Um, yeah, that it doesn't mean that they have to come out at night because the moon is in reverse. Or maybe it's like they'll still haunt you in the daytime. And then maybe I'm guessing somebody's like they'll show you themselves at night if they're in your home haunting it. You'll probably see a figure or something. And yeah, like if you piss somebody off and they send it to you or um, or you try to summon it, it's like once you put that energy out and they're there, it's no taking it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So some of the internet theories kind of aligned with you guys' theories. I'm going to pause it here and then we're going to get into the next part. Okay, my love bugs, we're back. So, let's see. So, jumping into this part, we're going to be talking to, I guess, my Norse ancestors to see if they had any interactions or, I guess, the the stories about the goblins firsthand from them when they were alive. Um, Now, in Norse mythology, they're called kobolds. I think I'm saying that right. K-O-B-O-L-D-S, Kobolds. So I see their answer is yes. That they were considered like mischievous spirits that would haunt people's lives in their home. Um, I guess in their village, people would lose their children. Whole bloodlines will be lost. Um, they felt like it had something to do with dark magic. They definitely would show themselves or they would see them at night. Um, the seers or the oracles of the village would be able to like confirm that this is what's going on. So example, like if somebody has all this crazy shit going on in their home, um, and they're not really understanding what happened, what happened to their grandkid, what happened to them, um, why they're being attacked, what's attacking them. They would go to the Oracle and get a reading. Now their readings are different. Like they would read, they would read runes or, um, stones, bones. They would scry with water or, um, scry with fire. So 
I think I did a scrying episode a long time ago, but kind of like that, where you would drip candle wax into the water and do readings that way, how I used to do them. I still could, but I don't do it like that anymore. Or um, throwing certain herbs into the fire and reading it that way as well. Um, and like I said, runes, um, bones or stones. They didn't really have cards and things like that in this culture. But they'll be able to determine, or like tea readings too, like they would get some hot tea or, um, yeah, like hot tea leaves, pour out the tea and then read and do readings based off what is in a teacup. That's something I still have to practice with myself, but this is how they would do their readings back in these days to determine if these houses were haunted by kobolds, which is this their name for goblins. A lot of them would actually try to leave the home. But it's like, by then, um, there was really nothing they can do. They would try to also um, do like some type of salt protection, putting salt around their doors, their windowsills, um, drawing rooms on their doors, things like that, like protective runes um putting certain stones with carvings for protection around their homes things like that like they would do a bunch of little different things to try to um keep them out yeah i'm not gonna lie these uh norse ancestors a lot of these oracles they would, they would pick up on their energy by doing these candle readings. And they would let them know, like, no matter what you're doing, by the time that, that cobalt is in your house, you can do all that stuff. But it's like, mm, I feel like for some of them, it was like, you need to do it preventative. You know, like, if you're going to put up protection rooms and salt around your door and drawing, you know, certain um, protective amulets around and putting it around your house, that should have been like something preventative because they would basically explain to them the same thing I was just saying that some of you guys had um, theories about. Like, once they're there, they're there. There's no taking it back. You can't exercise them out the home, pray, or nothing like that. And this is even with, like, pagan practices. This is not just um, back in these days. My ancestors didn't. This form of my ancestors did not do Christianity. They were considered like talking to the old gods like Odin, Loki, Freya, Frey, um, Thor, things like that. So, I mean, gods like that. So there was no whipping out the Bible and the cross. And, you know, it just wasn't like that. And even with their old practices, it was more so like you have to do something preventative before they got into your home. Because once they're there, nothing like that could protect them either. Yeah, so this type of preventative practices was, like, passed on from generation to generation. Some Norse households probably even still put up amulets and do certain things. Because this is, like, I don't know, like, even if people in America now, it's like, if this you got this bloodline, you still do little small things like this because it's one of those things, like, it's like, it just kept getting passed down from generation to generation to prevent 
it from coming into your home because there's no going back after that. Yeah. Um, watch out, Baba. No, no. Here, take. Hold on. Take this. Here, Baba. Come on. Lord, every time I start doing this, he be trying to hand me all his toys at once. <laughs> um, yeah. They also had stories about them watching people. They would feel something watching them. Sometimes they would see something watching them. You know the crazy part? I'm not going to lie to you guys. Let me see. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Okay, let me see if I can tell you guys a dream. I don't even... Before we even get into, like, the next part is what they really are, I'm going to tell you guys a dream I had real quick. So, remember around the time... And I might have mentioned it on one of my older episodes... You know, when I was going in on people, cussing them out, it was particularly the um, family that raised me, because they're not my family, that raised me and um, them still in my home from my ancestors, right? From my great grandma that left it behind to me. So I remember I was on there threatening them. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking do this magic on you and that magic on you just on here talking my shit, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to send you hobgoblins, bitch, because that's my house. Whoop, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be haunted by the hobgoblins. You can't get rid of them. You need to get out my shit. You know, and I was basically saying, like, I don't mind haunting the house because I know by the time I get into it, it's not going to be haunted. Because it's to them, for them. So I had a dream a couple days after I was doing that episode. Don't even remember which one it was. It was so long ago. I put that shit in my past, you know. But I had a dream. So I'm feeling like as clear as I seen them in the dream, people were seeing them more clear back in these days. Or it could also be because I am an oracle. So my dreams, my visions is a way of, it's like a, it's a clairvoyant sight, right? So whether you're clairvoyant or not, I feel like you're able, you're still able to see them. If they haunt you, they'll reveal themselves. For me, they're not haunting me, but I was able to see the people that I sent them to that was stealing shit from me, my inheritance, in the dream with using my clairvoyant gifts. And let me tell you, them motherfuckers is scary. So in the dream, it was like the people was in my house that my grandma left behind to me. And they were in the kitchen and the lights were going on and off, like hella fast, hella fast, hella fast. And it's not one of those situations where it's like, oh, you 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 might need a new light bulb and it kind of glitches. No, it's more so like, you know how like you might have a kid and they start learning how to fucking touch the um, you know, do the little fucking light bulb switch or whatever, and they start playing with the switch and you're like, hey, you know, don't don't do that, stop messing with that, stop doing that, don't turn the lights on and off, and they just be fucking with it like a kid, it'll turn on and off super fast like that. So um. So that's what I seen in the dream. And then after that, the lights, like everything on in the house was off. Like TV, um, Alexa's, all that kind of shit just was like, vroom. like all the power went off. And you know, when all the power goes off at once, it makes like that little shutdown noise. And it's normally like, it'll do that during a storm or, you know, you ain't pay your light bill or what the fuck ever, right? So it was like that. And then the only thing I think that was lit up was like somebody's phone screen because at that point in time the phone wasn't charging anymore so it lit up like the charger was unplugged and then 
the person's like, what the fuck? Like, trying to walk back towards the the room. They got the little light, flashlight on their phone, and they're walking down this long hallway, and you'll see these eyes, and, like, you can tell there's creatures, and they're making noises and talking. Like, clear as day, you can tell something's in my fucking house, right? And, um... And they're laughing, and the laugh sounds so sinister and scary. You know what I'm saying? And then they're walking towards the bedroom. They're like, oh, my God, what the fuck is that? Like, freaking out. And then the other part of the dream was, like, when those lights went out, some people in the house were sleeping. So it didn't really bother them because they were sleeping in the dark, whatever. But the way that they knew the shit was haunted was that the fucking closet door swung open and it was like one of those closet doors that you can tell um you need it's like a handle some closet doors are like sliding doors and then some closet doors are like a regular door where you got to turn the handle and like the door swung open and a bunch of hangers started flying out like somebody was in there playing and I remember I seen one of the family members in my dream um stop it bubba I seen one of the family members in my dream, um, basically like sleeping with one of their kids and like, you know, you cuddled up, curving out with your kid. And they were like holding the kid like, oh my God, what the fuck? And then a bunch of hangers start throwing everywhere. And when you look, it was like a bunch of little creepy laughs and like sinister laughs and talking and then running past and like snatching the blankets off of them and shit. And I woke up and I was just laughing. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Like, when I tell you guys, I do fade magic, but they'll show me that, like, I'm not just talking shit. They'll show me in my dream that that spell or whatever I said actually worked. So I've seen what they can do with my clairvoyant gifts. So I see this is what my uh, Norse ancestors are saying, like, this shit, we really will. If they're haunting you, you will see them in person. If it's like an oracle and they're doing a reading to see if something is haunted by somebody else, this is the type of visions or dreams that they're getting when they're scrying with the candles or they're actually dreaming and seeing it in their dreams. So there's two ways of seeing them, basically. Yeah. They, um, like, let's say the family has... Okay, now now I'm done with my dream, but let's see that um let's say the family has like a horse or um a goat or you know something like that. That animal will start to act up, go wild because it's like they can sense, you know, animals can sense something is off. Um Yeah. What else? Yeah, there's no fighting them. There's multiple, so it's like you can't fight them. It's not something where it's like five or more of them. I said the hobgoblins, they travel in packs of five or more. You can't take, you know, you can't have a weapon or a spear or a sword. You know, that shit in Norse, they got like swords. Like, you know, that that don't matter. You can't fight all five of them at once. It don't matter if you have a gang of people trying to help you. It's not going to work. But they did try to chase them like down with the swords and shit they're gangster <laughs> they did try to chase them down with like daggers or swords and none of that shit would work they would try to put like little amulets or um like animals teeth or you know like some type of form of protection like some feathers 
wrapped up and tied to the end of the sword or the dagger, you know, thinking that, I don't know how to explain it. It's like thinking that, okay, this is going to add extra spiritual protection, like a tooth of an animal or a horn of an animal at the end or some feathers or little things tied to the end of the dagger thinking this is spiritual or they might even carve their um like their blacksmiths and stuff right so as they're making the swords or the daggers and they're doing the metal whatever the fuck it's called that process of like making the sword they'll like engrave runes and protective runes into the sword so that they can even try to stab them with like the runes of protection and that shouldn't even work either so they're like yeah no we fought some of them and it didn't matter like they would literally take everything from these generations and wipe out like mom dad kid grandmas like they would wipe out everybody that lived in that home it did not matter yeah that's crazy they would like steal like if they had like chickens or like birds whatever they had that they would like have a little farm eat the eggs eat the fucking chickens you know do that kind of stuff they'll wake up and all their chickens are like gone stolen eaten heads bitten off like you know you can tell like oh yeah um we got the cobalts yeah they would always try to go to like the oracle or the shaman and they would always tell them hey there's nothing i can do it's either a preventative thing where you can do these things before it happens before they get into your home but once they're there if you didn't already set up preventative things then that shit's up that's so crazy because um some of my practices that i do today like to this day involves some of these practices but I don't want to say I actually just do it for hobgoblins or goblins or kobolds or nothing. It's just all spirits in general, like the salt in the windowsills, the doors, um, the rooms protection and stuff, that kind of stuff. I already do that. But I didn't know why. It was just something naturally that I did. And it works for all spirits. Like, I had to refresh my shit the other day because somebody sent me some shit and it didn't get in my home because i have other forms of protection there but i did up up my damn salt and shit like that you know what i'm saying like i have to refresh it so yeah that shit does work but it's a preventative thing because once they're in there they're in there i see my norse ancestors are saying yeah um they knew about the women ones too They knew about the, like, goblets. I think they were called goblets. They know about them, too. Um, I feel like they're saying something about the goblets or more like... Mm, I don't know how... They, they might make you go crazy with some type of dark magic. Like, they're not going to fight you or be all up in your space doing all that kind of stuff. It's like if you came across a goblet for whatever reason, um, they're very powerful. Yeah, they're like very powerful. They're not really physical. They're very po powerful as in like spiritually. 
uh, or like magically, I guess the word should be. And they might offer some type of um, spiritual or physical protection. Like if you captured one or if you're working with one or something like that, the female version of them. I see that they're saying that they could offer some type of support. That's interesting. So I don't know if the females are called kobolds as well, but in Norse mythology, if you somehow ended up working with the female ones, they will grant you the protection of the hobgoblins or the kobolds. That's crazy because I was just about to... I'm, I'm up here trying to figure out how the fuck my bloodline could be protected by this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those situations that um, I do fake magic sometimes. Can't tell you guys how that works. I ain't trying to get in trouble. But how the same way I sent them to that fucking house so they can get the fuck up out of my shit because they're not supposed to be there. It's my house. It's like one of my ancestors a while ago and many other people's ancestors too, but I'm talking about mine. I asked them in these cards. Um, it's something about like working with the female ones. They'll grant you like a group, whatever group they're associated with. They all have their own cliques. I guess a bunch of them, but they have their own cliques. So if you run into a female cobalt and she fucks with you, she'll offer her strength and her power. So they'll protect you and yours. And that's just what it is. That's it. So now I'm going to pause it here and we're going to get into like the truth about them. Because this is just what my ancestors' experiences was with them. <laughs> I'm a little tripped out because I was just... The whole reason I wanted to finish this episode, I, I was like, I want to know how the fuck I was able to do that. And they didn't fuck me up. <laughs> I know it's because I'm a witch, and I know it's because I practice with dark magic sometimes, but um, that doesn't mean anything. They don't pick everybody just because you're a witch and you do this magic. You gotta, um, there's other qualifications. I'm gonna pause it here, then we're gonna get into what's the truth about them. Okay, so we're back. The truth about these goblins or these hobgoblins is that they're malicious. They, um, there's a form of them that are considered dwarves, um, in Norse, mytholo in Norse mythology, but those are the ones that are like blacksmiths or craftsmen and things like that. Dwarves and kobolds or hobgoblins, goblins, they are not the same thing. Like, Dwarves in Norse mythology are different. They're more like the light fae, the fae that are like benevolent and they're good. And then the malicious ones are kobolds or goblins. The goblins don't work. They're not going to help you with um, crafting any swords or weapons or anything like that. So that's not them. They're very vengeful. Um, they have malicious actions, their evil intentions. They don't care. They have no remorse. They're going to go in. 
they live in deep mines or mountains or um, areas like that. They have mountains and stuff. They'll steal your belongings, jewelry, gold. Um, they'll cause issues between you and others. So, like, let's say you had a friend over or something like that. And, you know, you trusted this friend. And then all of a sudden your favorite gold jewelry start missing. They'll steal it on purpose just so that you'll start blaming your friend. And then that is causing black, bad blood between each other or families are being torn apart, attacking each other and stuff. And it's them just kind of fucking around and doing stuff. They'll bang pots and pans. They'll throw pots and pans, move furniture, snatch away um, your blankets and stuff like that. Like where, you know, something's snatching your blanket, something's throwing your pillow across the room something's trying to pull you out your bed like you know something's happening there um they're a very vengeful force to be reckoned with very vindictive um yeah they start spiteful arguments hostility bitterness ill will all types of shit like that basically if um they were like welcomed in because of some type of malicious intent so let's say before they even got into the home or whatever that's crazy this is crazy because i'm talking to you guys but excuse me like i'm like putting together (laughs) different reasons like my my grandparents and stuff that were alive before them saying different things and i'm thinking this shit is like hoodoo or something you know like hocus pocus superstitions you know for it to be friday the 13th you know like certain things like um i don't know like don't walk under the fucking ladder and don't do this or don't do that don't sweep people's feet and shit i'm thinking like those type of superstitions that i carried on was like i guess from my african based side or my black side or whatever you want to call it but I'm seeing some of the stuff that I do is from them. And I'm just realizing this as I'm talking to you. So I was, I grew up learning that you don't argue in the home. Like, and of course, as a kid, I can't really prevent that from happening. But like, as an adult, especially after I have my kid, I don't allow arguments in my home. I don't care if you want to argue, we can argue outside, but don't bring that shit in the house. You know what I'm saying? And I've been doing that, especially since I had my kid, but it's like, like I said, when you're a kid, you can't really prevent grownups and shit from arguing in the house. It's their house. They pay the bills, right? But I remember when I was still connected to certain people that raised me, they would try to argue and I'm like, hey, take that shit outside. Like, you know, not here, whatever. And I see because if you basically cause some type of friction it invites them into your home so let's say you're just having an argument with your auntie or uncle or some type of disagreement and it gets to the point it's like y'all damn near want to throw hands y'all cussing each other out or it's like really um spiteful words and you know harmful words are being said to each other whatever that type of shit invites them in and then it's like Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Okay, so the most recent thing, it was a couple years ago, but before I cut these people off permanently out of my life, we had like a family meeting at my house and some shit went sour. 
it wasn't that serious to me, but some shit went sour with the dude I used to call my uncle. And he was trying to, like, he was the only man in the house at the time. And it was, like, me, the lady that raised me, my little sister, and him. And we were all having a little family meeting. He was mad his wife couldn't come to the meeting. And he tried to, you know, big up his chest and have a fucking attitude because he's the only man in the house. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Get, and it was my house. It's my apartment. Get out my shit with that shit. Like, go poke your chest out outside. You feel me what I'm saying? So my son started to get um, scared in a way because he's not used to that kind of shit. Like, he don't see people arguing. I try to keep things peaceful. You know what I'm saying? This is my oasis. Don't come in here and disturb my peace. So when I seen him kind of making my son upset, I'm like, you need to get the hell out of my house. And he's bigging up his chest. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm like, get out of my house. So um, he leaves, slams the door, all that, grabs his kid, leaves. And then later on that night, um, I think it was summertime. So we were sleeping in the living room area. And because it was the coolest area in the whole house with all the fans on and stuff. So we're sleeping in the living room and I heard clear knocking on my door in the middle of the night. And I know when it's like, this wasn't midnight. This was like 3 a.m. And I know that's the witching hour. And I was always told growing up, like these different superstitions and stuff. Most people only pay attention to, to these type of superstitions on quote unquote Friday the 13th and certain shit like that. But I pay attention to it all the time because spirits are always around. It, it's not going to pick a certain day to happen. It's going to always be around, right? So I heard something running up the stairs and then like um knocking on the door now if i would have looked through the people said who is it answered the door opened the door or acknowledged it in any type of way like that i would have invited um the goblins into my home do you see what i'm saying so when that happens and it happens in the middle of the night it could also happen midnight through 5 a.m but the most prominent hours are the witching hours, 3 to 5 a.m. So when he had a quick little argument with me like that in the house and I put him out, that kind of summoned the energy alone. And then I'm thinking like him and his wife done did some voodoo on me or something because the very same night that shit happened, I was like, shit, I ain't fucking answering that shit. You feel me? You know, personally, me, I don't be having nobody over my house like that. So I'm like, ain't nobody knocking at no midnight, 3 a.m. to come in. I knew it was some, like, spirit shit. And I didn't acknowledge it. And I was like, I suddenly felt like this sink in my stomach. Like, don't you say shit. And, you know, I always follow spirit. So that's crazy that I'm talking to y'all about this. And that's how they get into your place. Yeah. Because it's like this resentment energy um harmful thoughts about each other all that kind of stuff if you don't have protection or your boundaries up then you know or you don't keep things positive or kind or generous they're gonna come in and if you open that door if you and that's another reason i'm sorry i'm all, all over the place that's another reason why i was saying like when people talk about their haunted houses and rooms and shit like that on tiktok i can tell when it's like one of these or when it's an actual demon because they'll be like yeah i don't know shit start being weird 
somebody knocked on the door one day and nobody was there and I opened it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm like, no, you never fucking open it. Like, if you're not expecting anybody, the shit's a random time of the night. Don't answer that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it's a friend or something and they're randomly stopping by or popping up, they're going to text or call you or whatever. Right. And even if they even if you're there and they end up missing you and their phone's dead or something, I'm not answering the door, dog, because (laughs) there's just a chance that it may be this, especially if you just had some type of argument in your house. So that's crazy because I thought they sent me like some other shit. And I remember the next day when I woke up daylight i put my protection up and i upgraded my salt and all that kind of stuff but yeah they only could be welcomed in if you invite them in from that point on but they're gonna be summoned when you have some type of argument in your home they're weaker on their own and they attack in numbers so five or more because by themselves they're weaker magically um if they end up possessing you, then you get like the type of strength or their power. They don't really need to chant anything or anything like that. They just make creepy noises, smile, laugh, giggles, like sinister shit like that. But a lot of their stuff is like nonverbal and they do pranks and throw things and show their strength that way. Um, but yeah, they don't make weapons or they're not those type they literally cause death like a lot of um people have passed away because of them i see they're also in like celtic folklore european folk folklore um it's like things will be flying out your cabinets like your plates your cups shit will be flying and you're just kind of like what the fuck Like I said, someone was throwing the hangers in my dream to show me. Yeah, they're not beautiful. They're not attractive. Nothing like that. I think somebody's theory was like the women are more attractive than the men. I'm seeing that's not true. Um, Yeah, they're not hidden. They don't hide. They'll show you. That's even scarier. (laughs) I'm not going to hold you. They'll show you themselves. They're not going to hide or cloak or nothing like that. They want you to see them. And I'm going to, like, bro, they're scary. And their eyes glow. It's like one of those things that when I seen them in that dream, after I sent them to those, to my house, to get them people out of my house, their eyes were, like, glowing. Like, the house was pitch black. The only light that was on was, like, the phone. But you can still see them. Hella of them, too. It was, like, five or more. And their eyes were, like, yellowish, glowing. Um, some are big, some are small. There's no specific size. They do attack people in their dreams as well, or when they're sleeping. Um, yeah, it just confirms basically what I was saying, like about if they are attacking you, you'll see them with your physical eyes. If they're attacking somebody else, you'll see them um, in dream time or visions. They're known to cause deaths. They're not loving. They're not going to provide you with loving wishes or nothing like that because they're dark fae. There's nothing light about them. So I think somebody's 
theory was like um they work with witches and they'll grant them some wishes or something and it might be a good wish it might be a bad wish they're not gonna do that at all not the men yeah um i see that the um they don't eat your food or nothing like that i don't remember if i said that or that was somebody's uh theory or not but they'll eat it's like raw like you know like i said they'll behead the chicken like eat the fucking chicken's head off and then you see a bunch of headless chickens in the morning when you're waking up and you're like what the fuck it's not a wolf or a fox or coyote or nothing like that it's them they eat stuff raw like that or if you was to do i don't know back in these days i don't think they did aut- autopsies on the fucking chicken or nothing it was just like oh damn they're all dead this is creepy but if you were actually to look more at it all the blood will be gone from the chicken they don't eat your fucking cupcakes and shit and your kids favorite snacks in your kitchen they don't care about that it's like they'll eat the goat they'll eat the cow they'll eat the horse so that's why the animals will kind of be acting up yeah they're scary i'm not gonna lie they're really scary they don't need to come out with the moonlight and stuff like that like some other fae folk they'll only show you they'll only show themselves between 3 and 5 a.m they'll show themselves whenever they want It's not really like they're trying to get revenge on you. It's just like the like I said, the energy is summoned because the energy was disturbed. So one of the ways to try to keep them away is, like I said, the preventative things and then also protecting your peace. So the same way I naturally just did that because I'm trying to protect my kid's peace. He don't see people arguing and threatening each other and fighting each other so i don't want that in my house he's never seen that it upsets him it makes him scared and cry i grew up with domestic violence you know i'm not gonna bring that type of energy around my kid so me simply just trying to keep the peace in my house that type of way and keeping those type of people away from me that is a preventative you know what i'm saying keeping peaceful thoughts positive thoughts and things like that but that walking around the house slamming shit around cussing each other out that type of shit invites them in they do work with um practitioners that do fey magic but the ones that do dark fey magic the ones that work with the dark fey but this does not mean that they grant them wishes it's not like that at all it's just one of those things like you got an enemy and you're sending them to them they'll work with you if they want to Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, um, it's a hit or miss. <laughs> like, it's a hit or miss. Now, for me, the crazy part is, um, when I first started working with them, the Faye in general, I knew that working with them was a hit or miss, but it was one of those situations where, um, they kept popping up for me. I don't know how to explain that, but it was like um, I would see them around my house. Not these ones, but other Faye. Like, see them around my house. I think I woke up and I told you guys a story like years ago, at least a year and a half ago or something. 
when my son was younger and he randomly woke up and he got out the bed. It was when he first started learning how to get out the bed and he opened up the door. It was the first time he started learning how to open up the door and shit. And I'm knocked out. And I'm like, where the hell is my son? I go in the, um, the living room area and I would leave like the stove light on so that we can see if we're going to the bathroom at night or whatever. And I walked out there and he was talking to like a, a creature. It was the brownie that protects my house, right? But it still looked fucking scary. You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, it was fucking creepy. But I woke up and seen it. And I was like, what the hell? And it ran. And it was like a spirit. Like, you can clearly see it was a clear spirit. And it was shaped different and awkward and stuff like that. And it ran. And it, like, literally ran through the wall. And I opened up his bedroom door because the wall ran through. Would have been him going into the bedroom door. And I'm looking. I'm like, what the fuck? And it, like, just disappeared into the wall. That wasn't it. Like, it's one of those things that would have kept showing itself. It would have been fucking up my house. I wouldn't have been here anymore. And even if I was here, it's like, um, we still would have been haunted by it. Yes, yeah, a hit or miss. You never know if it's going to work for you or not. I guess it goes back down your bloodline. Like I said, I guess the only way you'll have them actually be able to work with you or protect you is if somehow they protected somebody in your bloodline before. And they know. I don't think you know unless I guess you found out yourself. A lot of the stories about them are very true. About uh, my ancestor stories about people trying to go to war with them or make certain swords and all that kind of shit and none of it working. Very true. A lot of people end up going crazy, being homeless, losing everything, everyone, due to being haunted by them. Yeah. They come in many different sizes, even like if you have a pack of five of them, the hobgoblins haunting your place, you might have a big one, you might have a very small one, you might have a medium-sized one, and they're all linked up in the group. They might all be small, they might all be big, but they come in different shapes and sizes. There is no ruling king. They rule over themselves. Yeah. Um, they have, they do have dark gifts and dark magic, but they use it to like prank and do little fucked up things and scare you and show their strength. They will kidnap people or like do little things like that. But it's not like really they'll they'll keep them. They'll just do it to like fuck with you. So you might wake up and your kid is like missing and you're going crazy looking all over for your kid and your kid is in the middle of the fucking forest somewhere. It's not really like changlings where you'll find the kid and now the kid is it or whatever. No, it'll just like lead you to it'll lead whoever they kidnapped to the female one, the goblet. But why? It's like a romantic gesture for them or something. I don't know. It's like, yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. Maybe they like music or they like the tone from humans' voices. Oh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> I'm like, wait, they'll kidnap you and keep you alive and, like, 
bring you to the mines or the caves or wherever they stay. And it's like you're um, offered to the female one, the goblet or the female kobold. And like you're forced to sing or play music or instruments, drums, things like that. Yeah. That's kind of scary. There's definitely people's bloodlines that are still to this day protected by them. They'll also, um, you know, you'll know that you're haunted by them because the things in your home will start to go rotten. So, like, let's say you just went grocery shopping today and you got a bunch of fruit and vegetables and they were, like, not even ripe when you got them. Like, the bananas were still green. Everything was, like, you had a couple days before you had to eat it. It wasn't quite ripe yet. And then the next morning, it's like, how the fuck did I buy these bananas and they were green? And the next morning, they're, like, all brown and they got flies everywhere and the apples are moldy and shit like that you'll know that they're there because they'll do shit like that or like let's say you're growing plants or something like that like you got a couple little plants um in your garden or in your home it'll start making your plants moldy shit like that yeah but like they offer humans and i mean they don't just kidnap babies and children and shit. They'll kidnap a whole ass grown person and bring them to the female. And it's something about like she likes the way humans sing. Even if you're like, I'm not a singer, it don't matter. She just likes the tone of humans' voices or the females do. So they'll make you or like force you to sing and play instruments for like entertainment. You know, like this is my queen. Entertain her. Yeah. It's like a romantic gesture between them. I'll be rattled. <laughs> That's kind of scary and creepy. Yeah, they go to war. They have, um, they might have like talons or claws or like their fingernails and shit are sharp, but they do also carry weapons. Back in the day, those weapons that, um, my ancestors and anybody else with Norse or Celtic bloodlines, um, with them carving those runes and certain daggers and swords, they'll use that shit to hurt you. It doesn't, that doesn't do anything. Once they're there, they're there. Yeah, they also have like their own weapons and stuff that they make. Yeah. Wherever they stay, it's like they're very, um, they collect the, I think, I, yeah, somebody said that, and or no. Yeah, somebody said that. In their theory, like, they steal jewelry and trinkets and stuff from humans, and then where they're at in their fave reality, it's, like, worth something or it's riches or something to them. That's true. It's, like, I don't know if this is, like, a classism thing or it's, like, the more human trinkets you have, the more royal you are in their reality. Yeah. They celebrate with that kind of shit. They'll run off like they might kill some of your goats and then they might run off with some of them. So it's like, let's say you were back in these days in Norway or something. And it's like, you know, you had like five goats and you found three dead and two were just missing and you never found them and you were searching for them. They took them and they're like riding them or 
they brought them home and was like, hey, look what we got. You know, like, yeah. And they'll bring it home as an offering for the female goblet or cobalt. Yeah, the females are like just as ugly as the males, but they find beauty in some humans. So their voice tones, the music that they play, the women's looks. So if they take a kid or they take a um, a woman or a man or anything like that, they'll like, this is so creepy, but it's like they'll watch them and take care of them and like, do their hair and you know like it's like this creepy goblin thing is like brushing your hair like it's your mom but it's like you know they want to be beautiful but they're not so it's like i don't know that's so scary (laughs) so like if they found you attractive they'll just like keep you like they're your pet like you're their pet or something it don't matter if you're a grown-ass man or a woman it's like you're like their little doll or something like that or like let's say there's a What did I call them? What their name is? Sausages. (laughs) So the baby ones are called sausage. So like, let's say they wanted to, like, they're like telling the hobgoblin crew, like, yeah, if you guys find a kid, bring me back a kid. And they're like coming back with a human kid. It's like, that's the sausage, the baby goblet. That's their pet. So it's like your kid or you or whatever becomes like a doll for them. Like, you dress up, you sing, they do your hair. Yeah. They're not connected to... They are a fae folk, but they're not with all the rest of the fae creatures. They like to be kind of off and by themselves. And it's just the community of them. Yeah, so they don't help or assist with... You know, some fae people be like, oh yeah, the fae folk... They'll help you with your garden and, you know, all that kind of shit. They're not one of those. Um, Dogs, cats, other animals, they can hear them and see them as well. So that's why they get disturbed. Their energy gets disturbed. They can sense danger. And like I said, they'll eat your pet. They'll eat your cat. They'll eat your dog. They'll eat your goat. They'll eat your horse or kidnap them if they want them. And then they'll bring them home as a snack or a meal for... um, for the female yeah they leave your home or wherever you are it's not one of those situations that you can move somewhere else and they're done and you're like oh yeah no if this is demons or if this is ghosts they can have the house i'm out of here this is not a poltergeist like they're going to follow you wherever you end up going because they're not done with you it's not you can leave them and just no there's not none of that they're done with you when they're done with you um yeah they don't drink things that we drink like wine beer pale ales you know like juice water they don't drink those kind of things they drink like blood Yeah. So those animals and things like that that you see, that's kind of them. It's like, that's kind of creepy because it sounds like some vampire shit. But they drink blood. That's their drink. It's not water or anything like that. It's blood. They like to shed blood too. So like I said, you'll wake up with mysterious scratches and cuts, bite marks, 
things like that and you're like what the fuck i was sleeping yeah it's them for sure and sometimes the cut might be so deep that it's like you're halfway dead or you lost a lot of blood or something like that like you went to war and you're like what the fuck i just been asleep yeah um if they came around other fey folk it will be like a war like dark versus light so they stay away from the other ones it's not like they can't go to war but it's one of those things that's like we don't associate with the fairies and all that other like cutesy stuff because it's like light versus dark they they fight with other fey folks the truth is the protective runes that's carved carved on stones and the salt and different things like that it actually does work certain protective runes but like i said it has to be set in place before anything happens so even with me when um that argument happened in my home the last time i was around these people um i already had this type of protection stuff set in place but if i didn't it would have been easier for it to get into my home you see what i'm saying because it was invited in by that um fuck shit they're not like allergic to the sunlight or it's not like no vampire shit or nothing like that Yeah, you can't, um, there's certain, like, spiritual practices that you can do to cleanse and, you know, like, sage and shit, that doesn't work. It doesn't burn them. It doesn't cast any of them out. They don't, that doesn't matter. It's not any, you know, like, there's certain, like, frankincense and myrrh and bergamot, sandalwood, like, certain smells that you can, um, burn or, um, have an incense going or like something like that that kind of shit doesn't repel them they will drive you crazy you can hear them and they're fucking scary they sound scary like i said i heard and seen them in a dream because i sent them to somebody and i was just like damn like bro if that happened to me i'd be rattled there's some strong little motherfuckers too the way they look, let me see if I can describe the way they look. Um, they have different skin tones. Some of them have like grayish skin tones. Some of them have bluish skin tones. Some of them have the same skin tones as us. It's a range of colors. Um, they might have two eyes. They might be like Cyclops and have one eye because of war. Maybe they lost the eye from attacking a human. They might've got one eye, but they still alive type shit. Um, they got sharp teeth, sharp, um, back up, Bubba, talking about some sharp teeth. <laughs> they might got, um, sharp teeth that are like all their teeth are very sharp, like fangs, but it's like every single one of them. They have five fingers and five toes like us, um, but they're very strong. Their eyes glow. It's like their pupils are opposite of ours. The only way I can really describe it when I say their eyes glow is like you ever take a picture of like a cat or a dog or even some humans, they'll like that red eye will pop up in the picture. Um, and it's like you'll, you're, everybody's taking a picture and like you'll see their eyes glowing or like you'll take a picture of your cat or your dog or put the camera on them 
and like their eyes have that like reflective thing that's the type of eyes they have and that's what i've seen in my dream too so that's what i mean by they glow but it's not because a light is being shined on it it's like that all the time the truth is they do stalk us and they do watch us for sure especially like back in the countryside like in norway they'll be watching like oh they got like six goats what's up with them and then it's like they'll be kind of stalking you waiting for that moment and then a husband and wife will be arguing and saying some fucked up words to each other and it's like boom boom that's our go and they ain't got no protection let's get them you know shit like that but they do watch because they're already watching to see like if they can get your animals or steal your animals a little shit like that if you ever had one in a dream it would feel like a nightmare because even with me it did feel like a nightmare but i realized it would like who was in the dream i had to see like oh i know that was such and such that was such and such to know it wasn't something happening to me like i had to um wake up and really think about my dream and be like oh i did say that the other day i did send it to such and such so it's like shit like that but it'll feel like when this actually happened to you it'll feel like you're in a nightmare even if you're a seer and you see it it'll still feel like you're in the nightmare it's like scary dark i'm gonna pause it here Okay, so, yeah, they get pleasure out of ruining people's love and stuff, like, for each other. Families tearing them apart. They love that shit. Um, they're not really into, like, illusions and illusionary magic or nothing like that. So, they're not going to make you see stuff that you're not seeing. They're going to show you what's really up. You know what I'm saying? Like certain fey folk or elves or little things like that they're known for like causing causing illusions like i don't know if you guys seen the leprechaun i mean who hasn't seen the leprechaun but you know how like the leprechaun it'll show you their type of magic where people will think that they're looking at a hot girl and really it's like him just causing an illusion just to trick them and like really they're about to walk to their death or something they don't do shit like that it's like what you see is what is re- really happening there. They're not going to cause an illusion. They don't get any satisfaction out of that. They want you to be scared. The female versions of them, if, like, let's say somebody was kidnapped and brought to them as, like, a play toy or a play thing or whatever, if you don't impress them, it's kind of like, you know, royalty back in the day. Like, you'll see, like, Egyptian royalty and, like, I don't know all those kings and queens back in the day like find me somebody to amuse me and they got like the jugglers and the people with the flamethrowers and it's like oh they're boring boring throw them to the lions or off with their head it's kind of like that type of thing with the female versions of them like when they bring home somebody that they kidnap they want them to kind of like play music and bounce around and do different things to entertain them and if they don't or if they're boring or not talented and they don't impress them They'll just kill the human and be like, oh, we'll get another one next time. Yeah. They love 
humans trinkets and things though it gives them a lot of like power or like it's like currency like they trade our stuff like they might trade your your grandfather's watch or something for something else and it's like money or currency to them yeah so if you're wondering i don't know if anybody said that they had gold or anything like that but no they don't have gold or protect gold or nothing they'll have gold from your shit like you know your gold ring your gold tooth your gold grill or whatever the fuck but they're not protecting like treasures or nothing like you know how the leprechauns have their thing it's not one of those things but they have so much from doing this to people for like ever that it's like one of those things where it's like this is their currency this is their power they do like magicians they do like dark practitioners and things like that um they know that they um they're the practitioners like spiritual wealthy like spiritually wealthy they don't steal from them they protect them not all like i said i wouldn't be listening to this because i know some motherfuckers be listening to me and be doing shit like on some dumb shit and i'm like whatever i told you i warned you but yeah it's a risk like if you try to fuck with them you might not it's about your ranking and it's about i guess if your bloodline fucked with them before it's like there's rules to it it's not one of those situations where you're listening to this episode and you're like i'm a dark practitioner let me go and do this like don't do that it's only it's literally a risk like even when i was um saying it i know because i made sure it was one of those things my spirit team showed me this is what protects me it's if it's not something like that for you don't you do it but yeah they like practitioners they know that certain practitioners that they fuck with whether they're male or female they know that certain ones have both light and dark like they'll do good and dark magic or some of them just do dark magic. They don't care about that good side. They don't care. They'll only fuck with them if they do the dark shit. Because they're not here to bring no peace. So if you're like a dark practitioner. And you're like, yeah, I, um, you know, I don't know why a dark practitioner would do anything light. But like, let's just say you're trying to change your ways and be more light. They're not going to do it. They're only going to be sent out to do dark shit. So when I was pissed off and I'm like, get out my house. I know you guys are in my house. I'm going to send them to you. They'll go. They'll like, oh, yes, we fucking love it. Let's go. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're in there. But if I'm like, I'm going to send you guys angelic protection and I'm going to send my hobgoblins to give you angelic. They're not going to do no fucking shit like they don't care about that shit. But if you say go do some dark shit. And they fuck with you and your people, do some snake shit, do some trickery, fucking haunt them, scare them. They're on it. They're going to go in there so fast. They love that kind of shit. Yeah. It's not even something where you can start working with the faith folk and then you think that um, you can start earning the respect of them. They don't care because they separate themselves from other faith folk. So it's literally, you can do faith magic. But it's literally like a separate category. This is something I'm learning myself. I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know this myself. I just thought it was all fae folk. And I'm just like, yeah, bitch, I got dark fae too. They are considered fae. They are considered dark. But 
they're not gonna partner up with others you know what i'm saying like let's say you got like a leprechaun or something that protects you or something and you're like i'm gonna send my leprechauns and i'm gonna send this they're not gonna work with the leprechauns they're gonna do their own thing so it's not the same type of magic they like chaos they like detriment they like destruction yeah Um, it's not even really something you gotta like, I don't know. Other fey magic is like, I'm trying not to tell you guys too much, <laughs> but it's like, you know, cauldrons and boiling things and all that. It's not something you gotta do all that with. It's literally just words. If they protect you and somehow you find out and you confirm it like me, it's literally just go here. And they'll go there. It's not like you got to boil something, set something on fire, sacrifice the animals, nothing like crazy shit like that. Yeah. And when I say they fuck shit up, they'll shut, they'll shut down everything. Because they don't have any higher power to answer to. There's no king. The gods, like even the ones that are like, Norway, Norwegian mythology, Celtic mythology, there's none of the gods that, like, Odin and them are not going to strike them down because, you know, it's no shit like that. It's like, no. It's crazy because I thought they were demons. Um, I'm saying that in reverse, this spirit. They're not demons. So I was wrong. They're from, they're from Earth. Or they're from this earthly realm, but they're just dark. So they didn't get casted out. I think that was somebody's, um, I thought they were a demon too, or like some type of demonic spirit. And I think somebody's theory in the beginning was like, um, what the fuck y'all say? Fallen angel or they got casted out or something like that. No. Um... Wait, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to understand this. Yeah, they weren't created. They weren't casted out. Um, And they're not like part of hell or nothing like that. So they're not demons. So I was wrong. And anybody else that thought they were demonic? No. Like Satan or Baphomet or whatever. They're, it's not a part of them. They do have, like, goblins that look like them when it comes to other demons. Like, they look like a demon, but they're not an actual demon. They would not be categorized as a demon. They have their own realm. They're awkward looking. I'm not going to lie. They're looking weird. Like, not one or two look the same. It's like they all look like different critters. Some of them may, um have horns some of them have longer noses some of them have like weird oblong legs some of them might have web feet talons like they look strange some of them might even have like a human looking face eyebrows nose mouth but it's like their body looks weird they might have a tail so it's like you know they all look weird and different but they're not actually like a demon that is governed by satan or Baphomet or nothing like that so None of the demon kings or jinn spirits or nothing like that has any ruling over them. They're literally a league of their own. Yeah. They make their own decisions. 
you'll never really catch one by themselves because I said they're stronger in groups. They are considered a spirit, though. Um, They can possess things like you can see them in physical form if they want you to. And they can also possess your dog or, you know, an animal or um something like that. Or even they might even be able to like possess a human if they want to. Because they can become a spirit. I'm going to pause it here. Actually, you know what? I'm going to end it here. And then we're going to make a part two because I feel like this is kind of getting long. So I'm going to end it here. I hope you guys enjoyed this first part of the episode. And um, stay tuned for part two. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.